If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. A major rainstorm fueled by what meteorologists described as an atmospheric river started on Saturday night and it worsened throughout the day before easing up last night. So the storm surpassed its strength, unleashing rain throughout the entire weekend and even a little bit this morning. So Santa Rosa recorded nearly eight inches. Oh my gosh, that's so much. Over a 24-hour period, Santa Rosa recorded 58 flooding incidents throughout the city, ranging from, you know, backed up drainages to uh, flooded roadways and sidewalks. So 14,000 households in Sonoma County are still without power. In Sonoma County, we're going to have a little bit of rain today and tomorrow, but it's not going to be nearly as drastic of what we experience over the weekend. And after Tuesday, the rain is supposed to clear for the rest of the week. You know, my power went out several times last night. I was like, my power never goes out. Yeah. No matter what, my area of Santa Rosa never gets power loss. And we are seeing just so many pictures, videos of what happened over the weekend, and we hope everyone is doing okay. Well, James Michael Taylor, famous for playing Gunther on Friends, has passed away. Uh, the actor passed away peacefully Sunday morning at his home in L.A. after battling stage four prostate cancer. Now, his family says the world knew him as Gunther, the seventh friend from the hit series Friends. But Michael's loved ones knew him as an actor, a musician, cancer awareness advocate and loving husband. Gunther, have you, uh, have you seen Chandler? I thought you were Chandler. <laughs> but, um, what if he's over there? <laughs> so James first revealed his cancer diagnosis earlier this year, which, of course, stunned us fans. Um, and he appeared in the reunion special, but made absolutely no mention of it. He later clarified that he didn't want to go public with that at the time. He didn't want to ruin, you know, the special moment for everyone during the Friends reunion. So if you didn't know, uh, James starred in almost 150 episodes of Friends over the course of its 10-year run. He survived by his wife, Jennifer. He was 59 years old. There's a Christmas movie coming out that was inspired by Scotty McCreary and his song, Five More Minutes. Five Anyways, <laughs> so it's about a woman whose Christmas wish is answered unexpectedly and after her late grandfather's journal surfaces. So Scotty's not in it, but he will be the executive producer of the project. It's coming out November 20th on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel. Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy 92.9. We're coming up on the spookiest week of the year. It's this year. I mean, it's this week. <laughs> Man. Uh, but it turns out some people are a little easier to scare than others. I'm mm. not going to name any names. I'm raising my hand in the back. <laughs> I'll identify myself as someone that gets scared extremely easily. Now we know this because of blind scream yeah. and the tunnel of terror Ugh. we've seen it on your face many times tanner yeah <laughs> it's you know i'm the type of person and i've said this before i walked it out i walked out of the disney movie the haunted mansion with eddie murphy because that movie <laughs> terrified me still can't watch it oh well maybe this will help you okay now a recent study found that scary stories just don't work on some of us and it has something to do with called 
mind blindness. Wow. So I have something called mind 2020 vision, if that's the case. Exactly. (laughs) So the clinical term is, and you may have to help me out with this, Tanner, aphantasia. That sounds about right. Aphantasia. So (laughs) it's when someone can't really picture things in their head. Uh, so telling them a scary story and setting the scene doesn't work that well. And up to one in 20 people have it. Now, I feel like this is the case for maybe my fiance or somebody who doesn't get scared by mm. stories. Um, because I can't help but picture things in my head when people are telling them to me. Absolutely. It's the and way I process any information whatsoever. So I, I'm, I'm going to suggest this to you, Tanner. To, when people are telling you scary stories or maybe you're watching a scary movie, try not to think about it. Try not to picture it in your head. Maybe it won't frighten you so much. I'll try my best, (laughs) but even when I'm listening to a podcast, it's the same thing because I can't stop picturing things in my mind. I've literally turned podcasts off before because I went, ooh, that's spooky. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I get sometimes, but um, you also, I think, maybe have to take a break from those things if you're picturing it too much in your your mind. Yeah. Because, you know, you are creative person. Thank you. So I get that it might not be hard to... <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, wow, that. you're so welcome. <laughs> All right, so if you're also having trouble not being scared, try mind blindness for a little bit. All the things, all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. We are flooding here in Sonoma County and a major rainstorm, but some wet meteorologists are calling an atmospheric river started on Saturday night and it has rained eight inches in just a 24 hour period. And I have never seen something like that. And I come from like the rain capital of the country, but this is so new to me. My friend is down from Seattle and he was like, you know, it rains every day in Seattle but not like this. This is different. Yeah, very different. So I was shocked to hear that. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get, I don't know about you, I didn't get any sleep last night. Uh, my power kept going on and off, and I was so worried about the people of Sonoma County Checking and all this rain. Checking our phones, Getting all those that updates, stuff. yeah. So uh, we got some school closures for everyone right now here on Amber and Tanner in the morning. K-6 through campuses in the Bennett Valley Union School District will be closed today due to flooding. However, the preschools will be open. Also, two other school districts will be closed today due to flooding. The county agency announced that there are going to be Guerneville School Districts and Montgomery Elementary School Districts closed today. So also we wanted to provide to you because it is important, even though the major storm is over, we still got to get around to work, to school and everything here in Sonoma County. Yeah. So here are three major tips for getting around Sonoma County during this flood. Do not walk, swim, or drive through floodwaters. Just six inches of moving water can knock you down and one foot of moving water can sweep your vehicle away. Also, take heavy traffic areas. So on your commute today, the first thing you should do, open your navigation on your phone to check for flood closures for your typical route and avoid smaller streets, especially by creeks or rivers. It's so important. Um, And in the unincorporated areas of Sonoma County, sand and some sandbags will be available at various places. Uh, You can go to SoCoEmergency.org to find those locations. And just a reminder, please drive slow today. Take your time, be patient, and plan your commute ahead of time. Amber and Tanner in the morning. So Netflix dropped a new miniseries called Made. 
And people have become very emotionally invested in this show, and that includes myself. So if you do go to Netflix and watch Made, please get a box of tissues before you watch the show. I've had this show recommended to me quite a bit on Netflix, like emails, the actual app, everything. What What is the show about? So Made is actually based on a real life story of a woman named Stephanie Land. Um, So it's about a single mother named Alex, who is played by Margaret Qualley. Uh, Now, Alex turns to house cleaning to, you know, make ends meet. She escapes an abusive relationship. She overcomes homelessness. And it's all to create a better life for her daughter, Maddie. Now, needless to say, the show is about her turning to house cleaning. She's a maid. uh, So there's a lot of cleaning on the show. And as I was watching it this past week, I was like, this makes me want to clean <laughs> like a lot i mean i got an old toothbrush i was like scrubbing grout yeah i was like really getting in there <laughs> because she's priding herself on being such a good cleaner in the show and i was like i want to be like alex in the show made i'm so easily influenced i think i need to watch <laughs> this show because my apartment could use a good deep cleaning right now right so i mean if you want to be easily influenced by this yes watch made in order to clean but tanner i cannot be alone on this when was the last time you were easily influenced or maybe inspired by a tv show mine's actually by a movie so i watched rocky a couple weeks ago i saw him like you know punching things and running a bunch and i was like you know what i think i can go for a run i threw on my my running shoes my sweatshirt ran and it lasted three days (laughs) did did you have like a hoodie on like all like rocky and stuff i actually had the rocky theme Theme song song. in my headphones i was like found some stairs and i was like no 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 (laughs) (laughs) so again made starring margaret qualley is on netflix right now you need to check it out Amber and Tanner in the morning. The only way to wake up helps you wake up and you get moving. She's re-energized. On Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Now, apparently the assistant director who handed Alec Baldwin a prop gun on the movie set Rust had a terrible reputation in the movie business now someone who previously worked with dave halls the assistant director who again handed alec Baldwin a prop gun on the set of rust says that apparently he followed unsafe working conditions on past productions now prop maker maggie gall who worked with david halls on hulu's into the dark back in 2019 claims he did not maintain a safety working environment now gold told nbc news sets were Almost always allowed to become increasingly claustrophobic, no established fire lanes, exits blocked, safety meetings were non-existent. She also claims Halls kept cameras rolling during medical emergencies with a pyrotechnician, creating what she calls a dangerous situation. And she, she believes that no action was taken after she reported these safety issues to producers and the Directors Guild of America. Which is really sad. I mean, court documents show that David Halls is the one who gave Rust actor Alec Baldwin the prop gun and yelled, cold gun. Now, as we know, there was a tragic accident on that set. A life was lost. Someone was injured. And I think it's important to say that the first thing I learned 
in my gun safety course of firearms in Santa Rosa is that you treat every weapon as if it were loaded. Now, G4 Firearms is just one example of a place you can take a gun safety course. And I had a great experience there. I don't even own a firearm. It was just something I thought was important to do, important to take at that time in my life. And it goes without saying, no one should ever point a firearm at someone, even an actor, without making sure the gun is not loaded. It's a very dangerous weapon, even in Hollywood. Um, I'm not sure why they haven't figured out other ways to produce a movie without a loaded firearm. But Amanda from Windsor says this is a tragic accident. Horrible this happened. Prayers for everyone involved. Deidre from Sebastopol says this is tragic. Alec assumed the person who handed in the gun was competent. With all the special effects that are now available, there is no need for blanks or even real guns. This should never happen again. I'm sure he feels devastated, as we all are. Brent from Santa Rosa says, Filmmakers use plastic guns. This is a senseless and preventable tragedy. Now, NBC reports that the hot gun had misfired before and prompted several crew members to walk off set before it was even fired. So it looks like this was avoidable. No one was listening, and we got more about this story up right now. Froggy929.com. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines Amber has to identify which one is real. Her record for 2021 is 57 wins and 58 losses. Okay, not good. Are you ready to <laughs> jam out and get your record better today? Sure. Here's headline number one. Man arrested for blasting Waylon Jennings on Bluetooth speaker. Headline number two. Woman breaks into home, changes locks, pretend she lives there. Headline number three, employees protest business because free energy drinks and coffee is no longer offered. Hmm. Okay, so I've got man arrested for blasting Waylon Jennings. A uh, woman changes the locks and pretends she lives there. Yes, sir. Or employees protesting because of the no longer being able to get free energy drinks and coffee. That's correct. Which Ooh. one do you think is the real headline, Amber? So I think it is... Woman changes locks and pretends she lives there. Well, guess what? You got a 500 yeah. record once again because that Woo! is the headline in a haystack. Hey, hey, I'm not surprised someone did this. So it all started <laughs> with a call from an out-of-town resident around 11 p.m. on Thursday who told Colorado Police Department that a relative who lives nearby noticed some suspicious activity. Uh-oh. Officer showed up and confirmed that someone appeared to be inside. And they found metal shavings on the ground and pieces of an old lock at the door. Somebody had changed the lock. A few minutes later, a woman stepped out of the home claiming the house was hers, and it wasn't, so the police arrested her for burglary. Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh is correct. This makes me not want to leave town anytime soon. Headline in a haystack. Wake up, Tanner. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Every morning. In the country. On Froggy 92.9. So I'm going back to Georgia next week, my home state. Woo! Um, and I happened to see that one of my favorite bands is performing while I'm back home. So I'm going to go see them. They're called The Record Company. Well, I, 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 
blues-influenced rock band. They're actually from L.A. Uh, this is going to be the fourth time I've seen them. Now, I've definitely seen other bands more. Like, I, I've seen this Led Zeppelin cover band called Zoso at least ten times. <laughs> but the, does that um, even count it I, right. at a certain point? <laughs> so, uh, I, I think four times seems like a lot, right? Definitely. For one yeah. band. Uh, but, Tanner, what is a band or artist that you've seen the most in concert, and how many times have you seen them? The most I have seen, I have seen this artist six times. <laughs> I've seen Weird Al Yankovic at least six times. I, I can remember in my memory. Uh, Weird Al played at my state fair that was in my hometown every single year. And so I always saw Weird Al. I mean, tickets were only like 10 bucks. And uh, I love Weird Al, man. <laughs> I, at one point, I wanted to be like the next Weird Al. And he goes by Normal Al now. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't he change his name? He did, yeah. He's Normal Al now. He's not, though. Yeah. He's not normal. <laughs> I love Weird Al so much. All right, on the line, we have Shannon from Roner Park. Who have you seen the most, Shannon? I have been to about 10 different Elton John shows, maybe more. He's really awesome. He makes you just feel really at home. And, like, he is very connected with the audience, which is really cool. Um... And I am of a certain age when he was on The Muppet Show a lot. Oh, yeah. And so that was in an age when there was a lot of guitar players and, and you know, acid rock bands and stuff like yeah. that. And I was a short, chubby piano player just like him. And so um, just makes you feel like if he can do it, so can you, you know, whatever your dream is. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're talking to Mason. Mason recently flew on an airline from Las Vegas, and Barry Martindale is going to be representing that airline, letting him know he might be banned. What did he do? Let's find out. Hello? Hi, is this Mason? Yeah, this is Mason. What's up? Who's this? My name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm representing America Airlines. Today, I understand you came home from a flight from Las Vegas. Yeah, I did. Um, I don't understand why you're calling me, though. I just want to inform you that you might be banned from Airlines because of your actions. Do you remember bringing back something on your luggage that came from the Taco Bell Cantina? Yeah, it was just a little souvenir I was trying to bring back. It was nothing big. It was a 42-ounce container that once had alcohol in it. I just want to let you know, were you aware that that container specifically has an ingredient in it that could have been harmful to every other passenger on that flight? Hey, that's ridiculous. What what ingredient would that be? Had Zonin Donon on it, and specifically you were not supposed to fly with that material. Zona Dona. It's a very specific ingredient that's used for the plastic that's made on the cantina. And I just want to let you know that you obviously did not do your research. And because of that, you are banned from Alaska Airlines. What? Are you serious? What are you talking about? I mean, everybody had plastic cups. And obviously, you don't give a rat's about anybody because you flew with it. A rat's about anybody? How come nobody stopped me to board the plane and said, hey, don't come on with that taco container. It has whatever... Because it specifically says on the bottom container you're not supposed to fly with this, I am absolutely appalled and disgusted by your actions, and you will no longer be able to fly on this airline. And you should be thankful that I'm not contacting other airlines. What are you talking about, man? What? How can I be banned from a airlines for bringing a Taco Bell cup with me? 
You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. So we haven't read any entries out of my dream journal in a while. So let's analyze this dream. Are you ready, Tanner? I am ready. I'm opening my dream journal. That's what it sounds <laughs> like. Uh, it's, <laughs> so this is a reoccurring dream that I have, okay? Uh, I had it the other night, and I often have this dream where I'm either in the passenger seat of a car or I'm in the back seat of the car. And the car is moving. It's going down the road. It's going down the highway. But no one is driving. And I suddenly realize I'm the only one in the car. I need to grab the steering wheel and take over. And then as I'm climbing into the driver's sleep, I wake up. Whoa. That's a a crazy dream. It is a very crazy dream. And I can only think of this song. Jesus, take the This car is driving by itself. <laughs> wow, what a dream that is. What does this mean, Tanner? Okay. Uh, what does this dr- self-driving car mean in my dreams? So as you know, we have a crystal ball in the studio. I'm going to look over here, and I'm going to tap into the crystal ball. The Why ball- on a crystal ball, though? So it helps me interpret my dreams. Okay. I got okay. it I got it at Radio Shack. It's a great... <laughs> <laughs> <You're- laughs> Car dreams, I gotta change the batteries real quick. Okay, Okay, there we go. All right. Car dreams represent your path in life or the direction you are currently heading in. If you aren't driving the car, perhaps you really ought to be in your waking life, as it suggests someone else is leading you astray or you are being too strongly influenced by someone else's agenda for your life. Without you being in the driver's seat of your life, others will be in the driver's seat of your life. For your being too receptive in life, allowing others to give more direction to your life than you give to your life. So tapping into this crystal ball once again, got to turn it around. It's in your best interest (laughs) to begin a practice of self-assertion, placing yourself in the driver's seat of your life, Amber. Wow, that was deep, Tanner. Got to turn off. The batteries really run fast on this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Tanner's crystal ball. (laughs) Yeah. laptop so does that <laughs> does that resonate with you at all you know i i think so i think that i it's my self my subconscious trying to tell me that i need to take control of my own life and i guess i need to be my own detective and try to figure out why that that woman is in the passenger seat of that car and maybe pull the opposite of a carry underwood and take the wheel myself amber and tanner in the morning What wild or crazy thing happened to you when you went through a haunted corn maze or a haunted house? Right now on the phone, we've got Jenny from Sebastopol. What's up, Jenny? I was going around a corner and didn't know that the corner was steps. So I fell down about three steps through the wall into the next hallway of the haunted house. And all of my friends kept going. They had no idea that I had even fallen because it was so dark. I don't know how nobody noticed me on the floor. Thankfully, it sounds like Jenny's okay. 
You know, it's dangerous in haunted houses. It Apparently, is. you got to watch where you're going. By the way, would highly recommend Blind Scream Haunted House in Santa Rosa. It's a great time. It's pretty spooky. But where I'm from in Washington State, the corn mazes are absolutely legendary there because mm. it's kind of just a spooky place at night. It is. And so when I've I was, never been, but I it is. I would highly recommend it. <laughs> if you ever want to take a trip up there, you got to go during the fall. I mean, Twilight was filmed there, so of course yeah. it's spooky. <laughs> That's what everybody says. <laughs> but here's the thing. When it comes to haunted corn mazes, like I said, it's legendary. And I went through a haunted corn maze when I was about 15 years old, not realizing how terrifying it was going to be. And I realized it when a guy had a chainsaw going over his head and started running towards us. Ooh. So what did I do? I ran in the corn maze trying to get rid of him. And I was stuck in the corn maze for like 30 minutes just trying to find a path. You were too panicked, maybe. Oh, I focus. was having a meltdown. An absolute <laughs> meltdown over it. I don't like being scared. Oh, man. I- well, I, I mean, I understand, especially at night. Yeah. I'm sorry that, that you had to go through that, Tanner. Hey, it happens. Aww. Have you ever gone through a haunted house or a corn maze or something like that and had a weird experience? Yes. So my aunt actually uh, made a haunted house when I was a kid. Uh, she charged admission and things like that, kind of like blind screen, yeah. um, but on a lower scale back home in Milledgeville, Georgia. And I remember whoever played the spooky guy uh, that was getting out of the coffin in the beginning... Um, he, he like comes out of the coffin and he was like, hello, little girl. And like got in, he got in my face and I said, dude, you need a breath mint. And he was oh just gosh. like, oh, like immediately broke character. Yeah. When someone tells you you got stinky breath, that's going to break character. Well, if, I felt bad about that. If you want to go to something a little less spooky, a little bit less terrifying, we're <laughs> hosting Booze and Brews Fest at Third Tree Aleworks this Friday. So basically, this is thanks to our friends at Third Tree Aleworks, the Santa Rosa Metro Chamber, and Punky's Pumpkin Patch. So at 6 p.m., we got the costume contest at Old Courthouse Square. And then at 7.30, we got a pumpkin carving contest. Um, again, like, the, it, it's first come, first serve for the yeah. pumpkin carving contest. You might want to get there a little early if you do want a pumpkin. And those pumpkins are provided by Punky's Pumpkin Patch. And, of course, you can find all this information, how to RSVP, all that fun stuff over at Froggy929.com. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wake up every day here. Waking you up every morning on Froggy 92.9. Break out your Oakleys. Get those frosted tips done because the 90s, everything is trendy again. Don't tell my heart, my achy, breaky heart. Just don't think you'd understand. Maybe get that mullet like Billy Ray Cyrus. I've been thinking about growing out a mullet. <laughs> Not even kidding. I've been thinking about it for a long time, and I think it might happen. Whatever you need to do to bring 90s fashion back. But I appreciate that. Apparently, it's not all on your shoulders, Tander. Google Trends just put out a bunch of stats showing that the 90s have officially taken over the 80s as the decade we're most nostalgic about right now. And that's probably because people my age are coming up. And we're ruling the world right now. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, too, is we have, you know, a lot of young people that are discovering the 90s trends right now. Thanks Very to your, uh, your generation. And like I walked into Sun like two weeks ago and I was like, am I in 97 right now? What you is are. going on? So, yeah, like you said, searches for the phrases like 90s outfit hit an all time high this month. So people did searches for things like. Crop tops, sweater vests, platform shoes, anything preppy. Mm. And as you've probably noticed, 90s 
jeans are getting trendy again, which oh, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a little worried about. Uh, so like wide leg jeans, mom jeans, and unfortunately low rise jeans. Oh, low rise jeans are back. Low That's one trend that I did not want to see come back. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not I not like fan. the mom jeans. I think those are cool. I even have a pair of mom jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not built to wear low rise jeans. I've never been built to wear low rise jeans, so I would prefer we just not on that <laughs> front. But okay, the '90s is great. You and I were very much alive in the '90s. Mm-hmm. But what is your favorite decade and why, Tanner? My favorite is the 1960s. Come together. I think the music is the best from the 60s. I think it's such an interesting time, especially here in America, because so much change happened in such a short amount of time. And I think it was just one of the most defining uh, decades of our lives. And if you get a chance to read about what happened in the 60s, it was wild. It was wild. And I'm going to kind of like play off of what you're saying and say that the 1970s is my favorite decade. And it's because there were like monumental events and cultural like shifts such as like the countercultural movement of the late 60s totally. that, that influenced the 70s so like the civil rights movement and the Vietnam War protests and things like that so a lot of new ideas influence like life and change in traditional culture in the 70s so like you said music from the 60s yeah. is what you liked for instance the Beatles I, uh Led Zeppelin is like one of my favorite bands and they were up and coming in the 70s so like that progressive glam rock is why I really like the 70s. I feel like using sports terms, I feel like the 60s were the quarterback for the 70s to be the wide receiver and make a big play. <laughs> if that makes any sense whatsoever. I feel 100%. like one can't work without the other. No, yeah. absolutely not. It's like the 80s couldn't exist without the 90s, or the 90s couldn't exist without the 80s totally. and so on and so forth. So we're getting some great messages right now from Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. People talking about what their favorite decades are. Scott from Petaluma said, I wish I could have lived in the 80s. The music, the movies, everything seems more interesting and fun. Dealing with the Cold War, Reagan, and of course, the cool clothes. Yeah, a lot of spikes on everything. Uh, Courtney from Runner Park says, I was born in 88 in the 90s. That was my favorite decade because of cartoons, Disney movies, music, 90s, basketball, gaming consoles like the Sega Genesis, Nintendo 64, Game Boy, all that stuff. She said she had the best childhood ever. Bobby from Santa Rosa said, my favorite decade is probably the 40s. Not because of World War II, but because all the cool guys that were created during World War II. (laughs) Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wake up every day here. Waking you up every morning on Froggy 92.9. Every storm runs, runs out of rain. We are still flooding here in Sonoma County. A major rainstorm. And it's something what meteorologists are calling an atmospheric river is the reason why it happened. Uh, Started on Saturday night, and it has rained eight inches in just a 24-hour period. So It's not crazy. It's a lot. Eight inches in one day. So most of us were stuck inside all weekend. So what did you do to pass the time? We asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Ronnie from Sonoma said, sit in front of the fireplace and watch a good movie. Or it sounds funny, but I like to fold laundry with the garage door open and listen to the rain. John from Santa Rosa says, read books, do crossword puzzles, watch good movies. And Mary from Rotter Park said, bake cookies or clean the house. Amber, what did you do to pass the time? Did you stay in or did you go out? You know, it's funny because I had um, wine tastings planned for Sunday, not really understanding how bad the weather was going to be. And a lot of them got canceled because Mm. of the weather, like tasting rooms were flooded and, you know, things like that. I did end up going to one winery, but it wasn't really a stay in kind of day like 
you would typically picture for rainy days. No. Right. What about you? Well, for me, it was a total cozy, rainy day. I ended up playing Battleship for like six hours <laughs> yesterday. Well, I went to Target, got like the old 1960s version of it, and that's how I spent most of my day. And then I watched Jurassic Park 3, Hubie Halloween, and when I wasn't watching, I was sleeping. Yeah, that sounds I, nice. I probably got the most sleep that I've had in the past like two years yesterday. And nice. It was pretty nice, and I hope everyone had a cozy and a very safe day over the weekend. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wake up every day here. Waking you up every morning on Froggy 92.9.